Welcome to the Career Day Podcast. I have a special guest today. What is your name, sir? Uh, Nate Fisher. Nate Fisher. It's a good name. Yeah, strong name. <laughs> strong name. All right, so Nate, what do you do? Uh, I I don't know if you've had somebody like this on your program before. <laughs> I'm actually a teacher at an international school. No <laughs> yeah. way. In Beijing, China, yeah. if you can believe it. I know. I mean, it's very unique. I don't know. Yeah. I haven't met any of those people. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's rare. It's yes. definitely rare. Um. So what do you what do you teach at you're at you're at Tsinghua. Um, mm -hmm. What do you teach there? Uh, mostly science, uh, middle school science, and STEAM, and with a, a sprinkling of geography. Okay. Yeah. Um, is it Tsinghua or is it Tsinghua? You are asking the wrong person. <laughs> <laughs> to my knowledge, Tsinghua. Okay. All right. Sorry. Um, <laughs> so the science. Steam, STEM or STEAM? STEAM. STEAM. And then but, yeah. with art, yeah. And then geography. How's that experience going so far? Uh, really well. I Most of my experience teaching has been in history and social studies. Uh, I had a little bit of science experience, not a ton, uh, but I've really enjoyed teaching science this year. STEAM, I had really no experience, but I've been working with another teacher, Paul Moon, who's been awesome. So that class has been great. Uh, geography, I'm used to. That hasn't really been anything unexpected. But yeah, it's been good. And just being here at the school, it's my first year at the school. Um, it is a nice place to teach, especially coming from where I was in the United States and North Carolina. North Carolina is not known for its uh, stellar treatment of teachers. And so it's been a very pleasant improvement. Okay. So I want to get there, but let's start at the beginning. Cause actually I, I didn't know this about South or North Carolina. So um, yeah. we'll get there, but okay. so where you started, how did you start out? So you, what did you go to college for? Uh, did you know that you wanted to be a teacher from the beginning? No, not particularly. Uh, I remember in high school, people would talk about, what do you want to do? And I didn't really have an answer. And I think I just said teaching as like something to tell people so they'd stop asking. Okay. Um, and then first two years in college, uh, went to UNC, went to the University of North Carolina, and I was just kind of taking like general prerequisites for whatever. Um, kind of fell backwards into teaching. So I wound up joining the School of Ed and it was kind of like, okay, I've been saying teaching for all this time. So in order to become a teacher, I guess I would join the School of Education. So I might as well like submit an application to that school. And so I submitted the application and then I got in and it was like, oh, all right, well, I've been saying teaching and I <laughs> just got in. I guess I should like go to these classes and accept it. So I did that. And then I was like, boy, I don't know what I want to do, but I'm taking all these education <laughs> courses. <laughs> um, and I graduated. So it was like, I guess I'll become a teacher now. That's, that seems to be the logical progression of things. Um, so in college, though, I've gotten to know you a little bit. So yeah. you you were like a track guy. Like you, did you? Yeah. I, was uh, that like a focus? Like were you athletic because that was a focus or you just really didn't know? I... Yeah, I really didn't know. Okay. Um, I was not under any like false pretenses about like, man, all right, got to start training for the Olympics or something like this is my future. Um, I enjoyed track. I was there as a walk on. I was not on scholarship. Um, 
And so I was very happy to be a part of the team and get to like travel and do a bunch of cool stuff and get to know other people who were way better at it than I am and who went on to like stick with it. But I knew I was like happy to be there. I was number one fan. <laughs> nice. Okay. Yeah. So then you graduate, you're reluctantly now a teacher or can teach. Yeah. I wouldn't say reluctantly. Like I did, I think by that point I had kind of made acclimated yeah. to the idea and it's like, yeah, like this seems like a pretty good thing to do. Like, okay. You know, you went through the student teaching thing and that went well. That was like, what oh, did okay. you student teach in history? Uh, history. Yeah. 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 Um, a, a little bit of science. So the way UNC school of ed works was you pick like a primary focus and a secondary focus. So history was my primary focus. Science was my secondary. Uh, so I did like some little bits of science here and there, but when I was actually the one teaching, it was history. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you graduate, you student taught, you have this, you know, you're looking for a job. You're in North Carolina. Yep. What was next? Um, I, like I said, student teaching went really well. I enjoyed that. Uh, I was looking for a job at the school that I student taught at. Seemed like a good place. I got to know a lot of the people there. Um, I was in Chapel Hill, which is where the University of North Carolina is. Um, and as much as, you know, I'll rag on North Carolina and how it handles like education and teachers, but Chapel Hill itself is overall a pretty good place. Like it's university town and everything. And teachers are a little bit more respected there. Uh, and, and with that comes like a little bit better pay as well. But um, so it was a nice place to be. Uh, I liked the town. So thought about working at that school. They didn't really have any openings that fit my uh, like certifications or whatever. So it's a small district. So I just went to another school there. They're all pretty similar. Like there's four middle schools and they're all very, very similar. Uh, so I stuck around in the area and started teaching, enjoyed it. I mean, I did, uh, you, were, you were asking about like track and stuff. I stuck around close to UNC where I could do a little bit of like volunteer assistant coaching with the university still. So that was fun. Got to like see kind of a different side of things there as a coach. So you were you were coaching at the university? Yeah, just as a volunteer assistant coach. Okay. So it was I, I was there to help out. Basically, my former coach said, like, hey, you're still in town. If you want to come back and give me a hand doing some stuff, that'd be fun. And I liked him, got along well with him. So started going to that some. Uh I liked it and there for a while, I did think maybe that would be the direction I headed was into like coaching, possibly at the university level. Um, I think that experience was enough to be like, nah, no, <laughs> misjudged that one. That's, that's not for me. Um, but it was good. It was at least like informative. So then the last couple of years, I just coached at the high school that was there in Chapel Hill. Um, and that was a lot of fun. So I do, I get to stick with it through like coaching some, I guess yeah. not this year but right yeah that was good doesn't sound like anybody's coaching this year though because of covid yeah yeah is that still going on <laughs> there's still, still covid right oh <laughs> goodness <laughs> so you you're at the school how long are you at the school in north carolina uh five years okay 
So five, you, yeah, like five and a half. I started mid year. It was a mid year hire, so five and a half years. Okay. So you you had enough teaching and under your belt that you're like, oh, okay, I kind of understand how this works. Right. And be, be getting to know the curriculum and getting to know how all classroom management, those kind of things. Oh yeah. Yeah. So then five years is up. Why? What's next? Why leave? What was that thought process? Yeah. Um, so I did mention North Carolina has its its troubles. Yes. Um, so, so what does that mean? Like, what when you say that they're just not? Yeah. I mean, I think it's like a lot of southeastern states, uh, and the reputation that they have holds true to some extent. Um, like I said, my district wasn't terrible. It it teachers were pretty well respected there. Um, I think the points illustrated well by while I was in. It, it was either like my senior year at UNC or maybe like one year out of it. Um, the governor at that time, Pat McCrory, was running for re-election. And he was like, I have boosted teacher salary, you know, X amount of dollars. And you look at it and it's like, yes, you bumped us up into being ranked 47th in the nation. <laughs> Whereas while I was at like while I was in college, like, yeah, teaching is what I guess I'll be doing next. North Carolina was 51st in the nation, wow. trailing every other state and the Washington DC. So, wow. okay. um, yeah. So, so it's just like, not like, it's not like a, a, a career path. If you want to like live even just come like not comfortable, but like just, I mean, live in a way that's, I guess doable. so. Like it, it certainly wasn't money that drove me away. Like there, but I feel like teacher. no teacher is like, I went in it for the money. Exactly. Right. But yeah. then your reality is, Oh, uh, well, it would be nice. It would be nice to have more than I right. have right now. Right. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, so I, I, that was part of it, I suppose. Um, but I think more so my experience was probably similar to a lot of public school teachers in North, uh, excuse me, in the United States, where you just feel like overworked. Mm -hmm. um, it was just exhausting. Yeah. Um, I had been teaching the same curriculum for a few years at that point. I bounced around some, but I, I'd say like by the end, it was my third year teaching the curriculum I had. And it's like, man, this is the point where I would expect it to be getting a little bit easier. And it's still just hard. <laughs> like This is a lot of work. Um, and, and just not fully feeling appreciated for it, maybe. Uh, so Katie, my wife, had some friends who had taught internationally before. So when did you get married in this? Uh, or were you not married yet? We were not married yet. So okay. we started dating shortly after college, um, like like one year after college, basically. Um, and so we had been dating for that time. Uh, but we were, we knew that we were getting married at some point. It was just not determined exactly when yet. Gotcha. Um, but she had some friends who taught internationally and they were always just had amazing stories of like, oh, well, you know, it was great here. And this is the types of things that happened. And it was amazing. We got to travel and do all these things and people appreciated the teacher so much. And I was like, no, oh, okay, neat. Uh, <laughs> and that kind of put like the bug in our ear. Uh, it was then my sister, and I, I may have told you this before. Probably, you haven't told her but, audience. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so my sister kept in touch with one of her high school teachers and him and his wife were 
visiting where she lives, Wilmington, North Carolina. And so they touched base and, you know, as they were catching up, she told them that, yeah, my brother is a teacher here in North Carolina, which is obviously where he had been a teacher. And he was like, he should go internationally. Like, it's so much better. Our wife and I did it. And it's just his life will improve drastically. Uh, So she related that message to us and we're like, man, you know, we're hearing it from a few different places. Let's look into this. And so we just kind of decided, like, I guess that was all the prompting it took because there wasn't like a huge aha moment or anything, Um, but just decided neither of us were as happy as we felt like we could be. And there were just a lot of stories about how it would be better somewhere else. And so we signed up for the like job search sites and went to a job fair and everything. Uh, and it was great. And then the weird coincidence was that a lot of folks we've told was that uh, we met with uh, Tsinghua International School. And when we got the materials, we opened it up and we were thumbing through it. And it talked about the head of the secondary department was Jeff Joyce from North Carolina. Like that name really sounds familiar. And asked my sister, like, what was the name of your teacher who you were saying like told us to go internationally again you're like oh jeff joyce it's like oh okay um <laughs> that's crazy yeah seems like a good sign if if he enjoys it it must be good and then he left but <laughs> yeah but you're so just a random this is so currently we are recording from his old apartment <laughs> yeah. <That is> accurate. <laughs> yeah he he did us a quite a few solids as we touched base with him once we accepted the job and we're like, hey, weird coincidence. We're, we took your advice. We are coming internationally to your school. <laughs> um, he was like, yeah, actually, I'm, I'm not going to be there. But side note, our apartment's great. If you want to move in, yeah. it should be available. And That's so awesome. I'm sure we made a lot of other people who wanted it unhappy by <laughs> <laughs> jumping to the front of the line and snagging it. Nice. But yeah, so thank you, Jeff Joyce. There you go. Okay, so then... So you take this job, you're going to go to China. Never been, have you been to China before? No, Katie had. Okay, Katie, Katie had. had been here briefly. Okay, it's yeah. so like traveling. Yeah, she came actually one year before we came here. Hmm. Uh, she taught at a different school in the same district, and they did a lot of like international field trips. Um, and so she came with a group of seventh graders, like 20 seventh graders and they came and traveled around a little bit so she was here for like about two weeks somewhere in that ballpark nice and so your your wife has like a little bit of experience with traveling here but you're not and then you're going to china and then when did you get hired like in december okay yeah so then covid hits Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) and that ruined that like ruined everything. It it ruined. I mean, it didn't ruin slightly more than everything. It slightly ruined, yeah. more than everything. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. Yes. Um, yeah. So, so COVID happens, and you're supposed to move to China, right? Tell me about your thought process with all of this. I, I think, to be honest, we we had signed a contract, and maybe there was a little bit of just like we we're naive and hadn't like changed jobs a lot. It's like. We signed this contract and this is our life. Like we, we have no choice now. Um, and then as we got closer and stuff and we heard about other people leaving, it was like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> that was even an option? Uh, we're glad that we didn't. We, we like it here a lot. But right. yeah, 
talking to people after. Oh my God. It was endless for months and months where it's like, what are you doing next year? Oh, we're going internationally. We're going to teach in a, at an international school. And they're like, whoa, that's really cool. Where are you going? China. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. What? Yeah. Have you, have you seen the news? <laughs> it's like, no, something happening. <laughs> um, but uh, it was very, very similar experience with myself. So. I am sure. Yeah. yeah. Where every single person wants to tell you why what life. you're doing is the biggest mistake you've ever made. Right. And yes. then we get here and life is <laughs> unbelievably less restricted and yeah. they've handled the virus so much better. So, yeah. 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 Real, real Eat life. All those people. Who are... <laughs> real life is happening here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, but I don't know how long this is going to last. So we're, we're, we've been a part of a group of humans that moved to a country during a global pandemic and had to go through things like a two week quarantine in a different, different town in China, even like we didn't even get to go to Beijing. Right. right? So what was that whole experience like? Um, uh, it varied from mindlessly boring to recklessly terrifying, mm. perhaps that's it. Like getting off of the plane. I, I've talked to other people and they're like, what was the time where you're like, whoa, I'm in China. And it was, you know, for me, it was, you know, two weeks in when this crazy event happened. It's like, no, it like punched me in the face <laughs> the moment I got off the plane and they're herding you like cattle wearing hazmat suits and like telling you all of these things and you are totally ignorant of right. everything that you should know. It's like, right. man, I really should have uh, done some more research. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I did not prepare evidently. <laughs> um, so you're just kind of going along. Fortunately, Katie speaks a little bit of Chinese. So uh, she kind of was able to get us through it. I think had I not been with her, I would have just laid down and <laughs> like, accepted death <laughs> because, um yeah, yeah I, I do not know like how you got here and handled it all props because i i just followed her like a baby duck but, <laughs> um yeah so they we were kind of herded off gave whatever information they asked for or just kind of like stared blankly until they begrudgingly promoted us to the next step or something uh, you know, got your COVID test and everything, got put on a bus and every single employee that you interact with at all is wearing full protective gear, like head to toe, totally, totally safe. Yeah. And um, it was very much uniform. Like they were all the same hazmat suit. Yeah. 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 This was not like, this I'm like, going to be safe because I have somebody old at home. Right. This, this government the, issue hazmat suit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Name tag on the yeah. <laughs> on their chest. Um, yeah. So we got on our bus and got into the hotel. We had no idea if we'd be able to stay in a room together. Mm. Um, we'd heard most people say, like, I don't think you will. And so we were prepared to argue like crazy. <laughs> um with the very limited vocabulary that we had but um we, we got very lucky and we were able to quarantine together so i don't think my experience in quarantine itself was half as painful as most people's as yours i'm sure was uh but it is you're in a hotel in a hotel room not in a hotel in a hotel room for two weeks 
and that's it. Yeah. You just kind of wait. Um, food was a challenge. I think more so for us. Than oh, yeah. How was your food situation? The food tasted fine yeah. when we could get it. The problem was we had a real heck of a time getting it consistently. <laughs> so we told them early on, like, hey, can we get like two dinners every night, two lunches every afternoon? Like, that's probably enough. We, we don't like we have a, the school sent a bunch of fruit. We could use that for breakfast and stuff. Um, and they'd be like, yeah, absolutely. And then we'd get some that day, and then the next day nothing would come, and we had to keep asking people from the school to help us, and people were super helpful, but I felt incredibly guilty for the amount of <laughs> burden that we were on everybody, on like the hotel employees, <laughs> on folks from the school who were helping us out. But uh, I mean, overall, it wasn't terrible. We had fine Wi-Fi, which was great because we were teaching online. Uh, it was good because we had been teaching online in the United States. And so we were able to teach like during normal school hours rather than at 3 a.m. Yeah, that was intense. Yeah, big improvement there. Yeah. But it was it was definitely strange. Got tested a couple more times and then released into the wild. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you actually moved straight here, right? We did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. we had one more week of quarantine, but we were able to just do that in this apartment, which we had already been like paying rent on and stuff. So it was nice to actually be there. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, very, very helpful. Whereas you were in like a hotel. Yeah, they put the... us in a hotel in Beijing then for another week where we yeah. had to teach out of. Ah. And then later on was able to like try to find an apartment and stuff. Right. So, yeah, we had the better, better deal. You did. For sure. <laughs> That's good. That's cool. Um, okay. So then you get here and now you're teaching, but you are actually not coming back next year. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. not our uh, first choice for sure. We would rather be coming back next year, yeah. but just due to some personal situations have to take a short break to go back to the United States. So what do you see? What do you see in your future? Like work wise, like it doesn't have to be like next year, but like, what do you, what do you hope to do? Uh, long term, we plan to go back to an international school, whether it's here or at another school in Beijing, or I guess potentially some other country or whatever. Um, we've really, really enjoyed this experience and like our quality of life has just been <laughs> so much better. Uh, so as soon as we can leave the country again, we'll be back to doing this. Yeah. Uh, in the interim, that is a great question. That is something that, uh, we've certainly been talking to each other about, or Katie has talked to me and I've been like, I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's change the topic. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Okay. Well, hopefully I'll see you in the future somewhere. I certainly somewhere hope so. Somewhere in the world. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be I, cool. I agree. Yeah. That'd be the plan. Like, hey, let's meet up in South Africa, reunite or something. Nice. Be great. No. I like it. Um, so the end to end the podcast, I always ask the same question. If you could do it all over again, would you do it exactly the same way? Um, I I would do it very similarly. And I think the biggest reason is because just the way life works out a little bit. I met Katie in the School of Ed 
Like we met in those classes at UNC. Um, and while we didn't start dating until after, the reason we got to know each other a little bit better and started dating was because we were in the same district. She taught at a school while I was looking for a job. And so I was like in contact with her. We coached, we actually coached track together. So that was when we really got to know each other. Um, and so if I were to do it differently, I don't feel like that would have happened. And so absolutely would have done all of that the same way. If there was a way to still meet Katie and perhaps go about it differently, I don't know. That's, that's tricky. I feel like when I was in high school and people were asking, what do you want to do? And I just kind of threw out teacher. It was kind of because like, I don't know, nothing really sounds that great. I'll just say this. Now I hear about other jobs and it's like, everything seems so interesting. Like there are so many things that seem amazing. Um, and so I don't know if I would have like pursued something different. I don't know. Yeah. This is all I've really done in any real like career capacity. So it's hard to have a standard of comparison. But yeah, that's true. I do like, I like the sounds of other things a lot. I definitely get curious. What would it be like to be doing that? Yeah. Well, and it's funny. So this, this podcast, the new version of it is been international teachers, which I'm hoping to yeah. get other people. <laughs> yeah. But I, I started it while I was in Chicago, kind of on that premise, like, when I was a kid, I knew like three jobs existed, right? And it was like an architect, which I didn't know what that meant, <laughs> a teacher and like a doctor, you know, it was like yeah. very basic. Astronaut. Right, exactly. Yeah. Like the cool ones yeah. that I knew I couldn't be, oh. you know, and- Growth mindset. That's fair. <laughs> but like, then when I met people like in Chicago and I was like hanging out with those people, I was like, you do what? yeah that's a job yeah you know that's that's kind of what i feel like too yeah I, I guess i was the same way it's like yeah. well i could become a teacher or i could sit behind a desk and punch like the same 10 keys on yeah. a keyboard right all day long yeah that i sounds, guess teacher that yeah. sounds better yeah um but that was my original uh reason i was creating this podcast because i was creating it interviewing people that i thought had interesting jobs for my kids because i was like all right kids like my students you know yeah. it's like Listen to this. So you don't end, you know, I mean, I think I would do it generally the same too, but yeah. maybe not if, right. if I had going to podcasting earlier. Yeah, maybe, yeah. <laughs> but it is interesting. That is an interesting question. Cause it's like, yeah, as an adult, you only got to choose from what you knew. Right. You know? Yeah. I, I totally agree. Yeah. Totally agree. Huh? Well, it was a great conversation. Thanks for coming. Thanks for inviting me to your home and letting me talk to you about your life. Of course. Yeah. I'm sure it was riveting stuff. But... I, I, I enjoyed it. <laughs>